special effects wizards that brought you from beyond and ghoulies have created another wild trip into terror. Demon Warp, a horrifying break between ancient fear and future shock. Starring Academy Award winner George Kennedy, Demon Warp, a transmutation into terror. Trailer is better than the movie. And I don't remember um, if they brought their best special effects to the movie or not. Did they bring ancient fear and future shock? <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 58 of Schlockernaut, where we travel to the edge of the cinematic universe to watch and discuss all types of films, even those late 80s VHS films. I almost said gems, but I took that out. Uh, that have been relegated to life in YouTube purgatory. We're talking about you, Demon Warp. You can check out steve52.com for previous episodes and links to support the podcast. I'm Doc. I'm joined by my left foot, Steve, and now onto the show. What's up, man? How are you, sir? You watch this on YouTube? I think that's the only <laughs> place. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you can buy it on VHS tape on Amazon. Uh, I believe this was a steal at $31.45. Now, that is a steal for the used version. If you want to go all out for the new version, $499.99. I wasn't sure which way you went with it because I know you're a buff. You know you like to have the physical media. I, I do. I do have a couple of VHS tapes, that's for sure. But um, you know what? I think I'd rather feed my family. <laughs> yeah, this was on YouTube uh, off and on, and that's pretty much the only place we could find it. So if if you want to get so down, should with we it. tell them the backstory about the episode too? About how um, it's my fault. This is not two weeks early. Well, let's let's not say your fault. Let's just say happenstance. <laughs> it's my fault. Steve got on a really crappy version on YouTube and watched it. And I, you know, I figured I was going to hold out and wait for somebody to post something a little yeah. bit clearer for my uh, discerning eyes to view. You weren't happy with the quality, so you boycotted it. So I contacted YouTube and I was like, fair is fair. Let's go. Yeah. I know there's better quality videos out there. So they banned the other guy's account uh, halfway through my watching. <laughs> Right, and I had to redo sound clips because of that, too. Yeah, well, it's probably for the better. Yeah, it's just weird timing. The movie's been up there for, you know, how like since forever, and then we decide, let's hit it. I watch it, you get halfway through it, they pull it, so I couldn't do my second watching or the good sound clips, and, and luckily, someone else threw it up like two weeks later, so that was the delay. It's totally weird. I, I'm almost for certain that Aaron did that. <laughs> really, he's certain you did it because you didn't want to do the movie, so he thinks you reported it to take it off. <laughs> YouTube police. Yeah. But we finally did, it did finally did come together like Voltron and it's up as we speak. Um, we're talking about 1988's Demon Warp. All one word. All one word. Yeah, don't watch the wrong one. <laughs> don't, don't, don't look for the two-worded Demon Warp. It's just a single phrase. Yep. Um, available to stream on YouTube as we discussed earlier. Comes in at a whopping hour and 31 minutes. Um, directed by Emmett Alston. Um, you familiar with any of his uh, other efforts? I am not, but I'm looking him up as we speak. Do you got anything? He started his career as a cinematographer. Cinema, cinematographer. Nice. Uh, he's done uh, New Year's Evil, Nine Deaths of the Ninja, and Little Ninjas. Yeah, so nothing for me. So a movie about big feet, and then another one about Little Ninjas. Did this movie have a demon or a warp in it? We're going to discuss okay. that. I just want to get that out there. And it was, uh, this movie was written by Bruce Akiyama. This is his only film. Uh, also written by Jim Burgess, who did the GoBot movie. 
and uh, John Carr, John Carr, John Carl Buchler. So I don't know if he wrote the movie or is he a serial killer? John Carpenter. That's how they always. <laughs> What's that? John Carpenter. Yes. No, John Carl Buchler. Oh, okay, not John Carpenter. Got it. That's why I said, is he a serial killer or a writer? Because they always used all names yeah. for serial killers. You get the middle name um, in there. He wrote Troll and the Dungeon Master. Oh, and I've seen the Dungeon Master. And a couple of other, thing, other things, too. So, I'm looking through my little thing here. Did, did you know this movie was shot in 12 days? Did I care? <laughs> well, did you did know? It, <laughs> no. Did it look like it? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Absolutely. You don't think there was a lot of retakes? No, like, it's in the can. Let's go. Right? Let's move it. George. Yeah. We got George for three days. Limited sunlight. This is a day shot. Let's get it rolling. <laughs> Listen, we know all know horror movies are scarier at night, so we're going to shoot this in broad daylight. Right. <laughs> Don't need That's lighting. That's the only way you're going to be able to show off the astounding uh, Sasquatch effects. Does anyone have any lights? No? It's going to be a day shoot. That's kind of how I think that <laughs> <laughs> uh, This movie stars the brilliant character actor George Kennedy, uh, I, I think Academy Award nominated actor. He was in Naked Gun, Airport, Cool Hand Luke, sadly died in 2016. Billy Jane, he was in one of my favorites, Just One of the Guys. I think he, he played um, her brother. He was also in Cujo, and he was also a young Dar in the Beastmaster. Yep. The minute I saw him, I said, oh, shit, young Dar. That's, the, that's where I knew him from. And then um, you also have, I guess, in a small minor role, Shannon Kennedy, who's the daughter of George. Um, I didn't catch her, guess, though. Did you? I think she was his daughter at the beginning. Oh, really? Okay. So you didn't catch that? Like the entire plot of the entire movie? You didn't catch I, You know, when it, when I thought daughter, I, I thought it was like a little kid part, like cameo, and I was trying to look in the background for a, like a little kid. I didn't think of it as like an adult <laughs> like, daughter. They put her in a little uh, Bigfoot suit and had right. her walk in the background. Yeah. Or like, like you know, convenience store Bigfoot scene character. or something, but I didn't catch it. I think that was his actual daughter that um, he's trying to avenge the entire movie. Yeah. And that was, that was a... Um, like, he, he wouldn't do the movie without that. Is that how you read that? Yeah, basically what they said was that he wouldn't do the movie unless they gave her a small role. Right. And, uh, I wonder, let's look and see how well it kick-started her career. Um, Shannon Kennedy. Shannon Kennedy Tara. as Tara. Yeah. Um, Father of the Bride. Still working today. Yeah. Looks like edit- yeah, it looks like editing. editing. Yeah, a couple actress jobs and a lot of editing is what it looks like. <clears throat> She was uh, Tara in Demon Warp and newborn Megan Banks in Father of the Bride 2 nice. seven years later. How did that work? Yeah, she played a newborn? Weird. <laughs> so 1988 is when this movie was made. And uh, let's see here. I can't see when she was born. Oh, hang on. Let's see full bio. You have some background <sighs> music while you're looking? See, it's weird. Shannon played Megan the newborn baby in Father of the Bride 2. Maybe maybe it was like a thing from the Adams family where she was a hand inside a dummy of a baby, like she was the puppeteer of a baby. <laughs> All right, so this is a uh, a Vidmark movie, and God bless Vidmark, man, because they've done some great releases. Brain Dead, Return of the Living Dead Three. They got a crap full of genre fare that would make any any genre fan happy. Nice. You've heard of them, right? I have not. You familiar? I'm looking them up right now, though. So, my YouTube version. Opened with like a really crazy gory font, but it was in like a uh, foreign language. No, mine wasn't. Did you get the same thing? No. Yeah, it looked like Arabic. Watch it again. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so, 
Then I thought we got like a very abrupt cut to a shot that was reminiscent of the thing, which is basically a um, an alien ship darting across the space sky. Is this the Old West? It starts with a kind of weird opening in the Old West, right? With like the priest walking right, through, yes. but before that, even it shows like an alien craft darting through the through space. I'm not sure that I got that on my version, but I'll have to go back and look. Pretty sure we watched the same version. The first time around, I might are, have been are you different. sure you watched the movie? Is let me de- just get that. Wait, wait, is it Demon way. Warp one word or two words? <laughs> which let me try to watch the right one. Because <laughs> you're like, I didn't see Caroline Kennedy anywhere. <laughs> I did not. Like she was in the first five, ten minutes of the movie. Wait, are we doing the like, burbs? I watched the. They're burbs. literally playing <laughs> trivia, like horror trivial pursuit, and you miss that whole scene. <laughs> oh, that's great. So anyway, um, and then then it, it appears as though we're in the hills of California, which they filmed this in and around L.A. Um, but it's the early 1800s, maybe ish. Cowboy time, yeah. It's the only time I can imagine like somebody would walk through the desert instead of riding the horse. They're like pulling the horse. Yeah, it's like a like kind of like a preacher or something. Like a, he's wearing the black uh, the preacher outfit and he's reading the good book and leading a mule or a horse around the desert. Basically, walking a horse as he reads scripture, which is akin to like basically driving and checking your Instagram these days. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect, dude. Good job. <laughs> uh, he's paying no attention to what he's doing, so I'm, thank God he didn't like have an accident. You fall into a hole, yeah. Um, did you, while you were watching this, did you constantly feel the need to check your heads for tracking issues? Yeah, the uh, even the words, like the um, credits on the screen were floating around, and I didn't, couldn't tell if it was a bad YouTube copy or if that's really just how this looks. I couldn't, could you tell? Can I just tell uh, to the person who, uploaded this to youtube next time you're going to do that if you're using a vhs at least adjust your tracking accordingly so that my viewing experience is better yeah be professional about it work harder so i don't have to yeah if you're gonna bootleg stuff do it right (laughs) oh fake sponsor hold on fake sponsor dude we almost got too far in wow it's been that long yeah we're a little rusty all right so (laughs) we'll we'll do commercial break all right commercial break all right Doc, you have a fake sponsor for the show? Uh, this episode of Slockernot is brought to you by Squatch Tape. Oh, wait. When you need your friends to stick together so they can die together. And I thought I was going to need this, so I did carry it from the old soundboard, but I will be using it. So, no, I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad I found the one old sound. <laughs> uh, All right, I got, I got one for you, too. Uh, brought to you by the only name in trusted Bigfoot timepieces... The Sasquatch. <laughs> Sask. See? Glad I got that out. <laughs> S-A-S-K watch. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> if they don't have one of those, they should. I carried like um, four sounds over from the, new, from the old soundboard, and that's one of them. <laughs> is, is, uh, can we hear some of the other ones? Yeah. Just so I can get familiar with what I'm working with? Yeah, these are about all that you got today. That's about it. (laughs) No! Uh, Oh, wait, I also got this. So we're good. We got everything we need (laughs) for a proper show. (laughs) Oh, no, wait. Idiots. I got a little more for you. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not ruin them all. Okay, okay. I'm glad you brought those up, though. Yeah. So anyway. um, Sorry, Sasquatch. I thought I thought this was fun. Uh, if you had any doubt in your mind at all, like watching the film, whether this man was an actual religious person or not, he breaks out into a solo version of Amazing Grace. 
they're really really driving it home. He he's he's a religious guy. <laughs> Uh, I kind of wish the movie was set in that timepiece. That would have been more fun for me. Nah, it would have made no difference. You might be right. You might be right. It probably would have just cost them more money in their costuming department. Yeah, you might be right. Because it looks like literally like one of the zombie ghoul demon things earlier later on in the movie was wearing like his his band shirt. Yeah, there was a lot of like band t-shirt. A lot of rubber masks from uh like Party City. <laughs> oh, 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 sh- <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Too far. Okay, sorry, dude. Because that's going to be fun to talk about. Okay. Um, so in order to answer his prayers, apparently, uh, an alien craft crashes down into uh, the desert, and um, you get a not spectacular poof of dust and a mirror reflect, basically like a guy reflecting the sunlight from using a mirror um, with a beam of light onto his face. So that was your crash effect. And then fast um, forward like 130 years, right? Not yet. Because uh, we're in Blob territory now where he goes up to, ins- basically the local yokel sees the crash and goes up to inspect the site. So we've already seen the thing and the blob in the same, like literally two minutes of this movie. They were borrowing a bit, yes. Yeah. Well, you caught a ton of them later too, right? I mean, I know you did. Homage, yeah. if you will. <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, uh, now you get the credits and establishing shots of like uh, a modern day forest, I guess, because maybe it just looks cleaner and newer. It used to be a desert, but now it's a forest. Maybe he was planting seeds out there. Maybe it was Johnny Appleseed in his yeah, horse. Maybe. Anyway, uh, George Kennedy and his daughter play uh, horror trivial pursuit. Um, actually, no, no, I take this back. I was mad because they were playing regular trivial pursuit. In my entire lifetime of having played that game, I've never received a question this easy. Which is the, uh, was it the Wolfman question? Who plays Lawrence Talbert in The Wolfman? And it was Lon Chaney? Junior. Um, Literally, I had to buy a horror movie Trivial Pursuit this year, like this month, just to get some love and questions like that. Because the entire, like, I'm the guy who always, when you're playing Trivial Pursuit, I always ask for the pink questions because that's arts and entertainment. Nice. Because <laughs> don't give me a geography question. Don't give me a history question. Please, God, don't give me a, uh, um, anything sports. related to sports. sports. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Like, like, literally, if it's a boxing question, I'm always just going to answer Muhammad Ali. <laughs> 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 it's your go-to. Yeah, that's my go-to, but... uh yeah, so I was kind of pissed off about that. Um, I guess George Kennedy got paid fifteen grand for just three days worth of work on this film, yeah, too. It's, it's one-fourth of the filming time, man. He was there for 25% of filming. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then you get a little back and forth between him and his daughter, and you get like a, some POV shots of a uh, basically some sort of creature with a nasal drip problem. <laughs> <laughs> What did you just say? Uh, sounds like me climbing a flight of stairs. It's <laughs> like Doc running up my driveway. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> anyway, I don't. I learned later on that George's character's name was Mister Crafton, um, but I didn't care enough to research it while I was writing my notes here. So he's just going to be listed as George. George Kennedy. That's how I have him too. <clears throat> he kind of presses his ear to the front door, and hilariously, it gets smashed out of the way. It like balsa wood front door. And uh, George pusses out. Oh, sorry, passes out. But he does both. 
<laughs> he does both because he literally faints as his daughter's being killed. Right, dude. Dude, so who who stops in the middle of a board game to sew on a button, first of all? That was a bad move for both of them. You, you never know, man. Wait, stop you the game. button emergency. Yeah, let me get... Even though we're in the cabin in the middle of the woods, let me sew this button on real quick. And dude, when... When your kid is getting abducted, you got to put in more work than that, dude. He was rolling around like one of those like soccer players faking a knee injury like on the ground. And Bigfoot's just dragging his daughter out by the chin out of the door. And he's like, he's like barely, barely coming to, and then Tara, he just gives them terror, terror. Yeah, it's bad. What I'm seeing is so frightening. I just, I, I succumb. To my injury. He's got like a little um, a 12, 12 inch by three inch piece of balsa wood on his shoulder and he's like trapped under there like, terror, I can't, like reaching for her. <laughs> so anyway, he fails his whole family. Um, his daughter is abducted. I don't think we ever see her again, do we? I think she was done there. Yeah, that was it. That's it. She's wrapped. She's, let's call a wrap for Carolyn Kennedy, everybody. Right, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, uh, excellent use of some of the shadows. You kind of see, like, some some nice, close, hairy shots of the beast. And I thought the Sasquatch in the film was pretty cool. I think the, the camera work was almost so bad that I enjoyed it. Like, the way they panned from person to person and did a zoom in instead of, like, a cut to another person. They would, they would take the camera. If someone was further back in the shot, they'd go from the close person to the far person and then zoom in to the far person while they were talking. Which, That's a valid... Uh, technical technique for camera work. I'm saying I, I kind of dug it. it. You know, it was at first. I'm like, "What's up with this camera work?" And the more we it only happened, have one camera, <laughs> the more it happened, the more I liked it. <laughs> um, the next scene kind of reminds me of The Evil Dead when they're like yeah. all the teens are driving up to their spot to party. Do you? I mean, did we really talk like that as kids? No, no. Like we're driving up to the cabin to get wasted. No, I never put a boombox on my shoulder and had chicks dance around me. None of that. I think that was movies only. I like literally, I think every time I went camping, it was a sausage fest. There was never any girls with us. It was just me and like four other dudes. Yeah, and a bunch of gnats around your face. Just like <laughs> smacking bugs all over the place. Super sexy time. Yeah. Mosquito bites and shit. Yep. And then there's kind of a poltergeist movie moment too where... When they get to the cabin, she's one of the girls says like "We're here." Oh, dude, I don't think that was kinda. That was she even did the inflection like "We're, we're here. here." Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that's when they uh, commence the unpacking and turning up that boombox. Yeah, get the white girl dancing. Get the white, the basically the stock '80s hair metal playing. Yeah, the chicks are Do doing you that weird. <laughs> I think that was the right song too. It's part of time. It was um, what was it? Uh, Michael Tinney wrote that, the computer date guy. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny is like they got, they booked this thing on like Airbnb, pretty much, I guess. But it's in exactly the same state as when George Kennedy and Carolyn were hanging no out. No one there. cleaned like, up. There was doors. no deposit. <laughs> The door was gone. <laughs> you lost your entire deposit after the, seeing this mess. But yep. my daughter's dead. Hey, listen, man. Rules are rules. Yep. Yep, I'm not cleaning that. I, you still got buttons and sewing material everywhere. <laughs> Look at all these cards from this Trivial Pursuit mess. <laughs> laying around. So, Billy Jane plays Tom. And David O'Neill plays Jack. 
And I'm really glad I wrote that down because uh, they're interchangeable throughout the entire movie. Dude, I'm going to tell you the, the three different ways I wrote down their names in my notes. And I'll take a picture and send it to you. I have them down as Tom, Dick, and Harry the first time. <laughs> I had them down as Manny, Moe, and Jack the second time. And then on this latest watching, I, I just started referring to them as White Dude 1, 2, and 3. That's what they devolved Dude, into. <laughs> there was a, at one point, like at the end of the movie, when we see the guy... We'll put it this way. It'll be halfway, a third of the way through the movie before I even figured out who the character's name was. Right. And there was a character at the end of the movie that I didn't even remember from the beginning of the movie. Exactly. Yeah, that was the um, Fred, which I figured out the last time around, the last watching. That, st- dude, when the character would say another character's name, I would be like, sweet, because I could <laughs> finally get their name to write it down on my notes. Here's, it's horrible. Half the, half the movie, though, I, I was calling... Cindy Sydney because the way he was saying Sid Cindy sounded like Sydney. They all had the same name. Harry, Cindy, uh Stacy, C- Carrie, Carrie, uh Betsy was the chick on the beach or the uh Sure. No, I'll take your word for it. Yep. But the way anyway. I re- the way I remembered the main guy was his name was Jack because he was kind of a jack off. So that's the only way I knew Jack's name he was Jack. He was not a jack off. He was a jack of all trades. <laughs> jack off, dude. Uh, he was horrible. Why do you say that? Do, do, let, let me hear your reasoning for that. Uh, because after the, well, I don't know if that's too much of a spoiler, but once they start their trek into the wilderness, the chick that just lost her boyfriend is saying something. He's like, I told you to shut up, bitch. And basically like backhands her for no reason just because she's Listen, distraught. <laughs> is that being a jerk or is that su- survivalism? Like you need to focus on the task at hand. There'll be time for morning later. He pointed a gun at George Kennedy's head like 17 times in the movie. Did you see George Kennedy shot, aimed a gun? We'll get to that. Okay. Anyway. Okay. You'll have a chance to make your final rebuttal at the end okay. so we can have a verdict from okay. a jury okay. of our peers. Because I have more about Jack off that I can, I can throw in there. Is that going to be your running gag? It wasn't until now. Is that, <laughs> it turned, is that it turned the one into you're that. going for? Hey, is that the one you're there. going for? There we go. Now it's official. So anyway, uh, their equipment inventory makes it seem as though they are hunting something. This isn't just a, you know, let's get drunk and make sweet love party. They're there to hunt something down. And it seems that maybe Jack has knowledge of the attack on George, who is his uncle, he says, I believe. Right. Uh, Clem. Clem was his uncle, the guy that owned the cabin. Okay. George was a renter of the cabin from Clem. George Kennedy. So Clem, Clem told George, hey, can you go up to the cabin? I think somebody got murdered, and I need you to do a little extermination. Clem told Jack. Job. Right, not George. George was there. Um, on no, the you're right. So got, see, the names are so uh, it's so stock. It's so hard to figure. And it really doesn't matter. Like, none of what we're talking about matters. That's the worst why? part. Why? <laughs> Let me ask you this, though, is why does the guy we never see, Clem, have the coolest name? We do see Clem. We see him in a transformation shot later in the movie. Is that Clem? I that's thought it was Clem. his dad. No, that's Clem. He, they never said Clem. Hey, you know, maybe he I'm ne- wrong. It could be that I'm wrong then. I don't know. <laughs> he never, like, he never says, like, the guy's name. He just, he acknowledges who he is. You can see there's recognition in his face. God, yeah, we're I mean, ahead of ourselves. yeah, we're getting way ahead here, but that was the reason he didn't shoot in the beginning was because, like, he thought that he recognized the... the uh, Squatch looks the a lot Squatch. like Clem. Hey, bro, that's the movie, not me. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but they're bringing in, like, guns and a ham radio, so it's kind of an odd mix of shit. Oh, and don't forget, Tom brought a mask so he could prank everybody. Yeah, that'll be fun. 
fun times? I'd rather play like punch shadow boxing with Miklos. <laughs> with the Ogayo Negro? <laughs> nice callback, buddy. <laughs> Good job. Then to deal with this guy and hey. his tomfoolery blood in blood out references are always a winner with me dude always <laughs> you're good on that you can make as many as you want <laughs> bringing it back around just getting everybody up to speed it's been a minute since we've had an episode so i'm trying to like it's on a best best of <laughs> if you want to if you want to hear some fun jokes go back and listen yeah <laughs> yeah um so anyway george arrives to basically warn everybody that i don't know if it was like a you're all gonna die or you know I've his, been hunting Sasquatch scat all day, and I haven't found any, but I know he's around here somewhere. His arrival was abrupt uh, because he, he knocks on the door by shooting in the air, which kind of sets a bad tone <laughs> for, the, uh, for the meeting. Uh, uh, having come from Tennessee, that's not that uncommon. <laughs> and, then, and then super, um, super uh, SWAT team member Jack sneaks out the back and comes up behind him with that gun and puts it right on the back of his dome during the, in, during the exchange. Of course. He gets the jump on him, right? That's their meeting. Yeah. And it's Bill Crafton, I think is his name. I just referred to him as Old Man Crafton, because I thought at any moment when they ripped off Sasquatch's head at the end, it would be it George would be George, there, just right. trying to scare the kids off his property because he <laughs> realized there's like a large oil stash under the earth. Hey, it was a Scooby-Doo ending, but not that good of a Scooby-Doo ending. <laughs> <laughs> would that be cool? It's Old Man Crafton. It was Old Bill Crafton. I can't believe it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I'm Don Knotts in the Scooby-Doo uh, in the Scooby-Doo voice. <laughs> Couldn't even pull a Shaggy out. <laughs> Well, golly. Oh, Andy. Uh, I thought you were doing less uh, less Barney Fife and more Mr. Furley. Oh, Furley was the shit, bro. Uh, you got your butterfly, butterfly collars. Over God, there. I'm bad at um, impressions. Bad. Anyway, it was learned that Mr. Crafton did rent the death trap from Clement, um, and he basically breaks down the entire story of how his daughter's missing. Um and of course, you know, the only person who knows that he's telling the truth is Jack, but Jack decides not to say anything to anybody else, so they all think he's just this kooky old man. Right. Jack has kind of tricked his buddies to being out there, is, is what you're gathering at this point, right? <laughs> Which, uh, you know, I need some people to bait out the old Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. So I'll bring some body fodder out with me. <clears throat> I'll tell you who was body fodder, that dude with a camera. Who is he? Who was who? The dude with the camera that was just wandering around the woods. Was that Fred? No, just some no! dude. Just some dude. That's right. <laughs> You're right. We'll that was body fodder. <laughs> but fun fact, uh, they don't think he's kooky enough to not give him back his old side-by-side and kick him back out into the woods. Yeah, he's all right. Just don't kill us later, Bill. Yeah, with See your, ya. With your yellow hat. So, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, cut to later on in the evening. Drag try, basically, Jack wants to go to bed early. Uh, but then he's forced to kind of explain to them why he brought everybody to the demon woods, which, uh, okay, how did he, he called them the demon woods. Yeah, like, was it called that pre this incident, or were the woods always haunted? Because it seemed like a, this was a newer uh, development with the campers being murdered, but who knows. Uncle Clement has asked Jack to come out to investigate, um, and that's when you get now they're basically mystery incorporated without Scooby. Right. Without the fun stuff. So, uh, fun fact Uncle Clement also came up a week before and disappeared. Yeah. So, I don't understand. Did Uncle Clement call Jack the week before he disappeared to say, also come out here a week after I'm gone? Right. Or 
or to was investigate it, or... he disappeared so I need to go look on my own? Who knows? Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, the gang decides they're all in on this. Yeah, they were cool. Um, the buddies were cool about it. Like, he, he tricked them. The girlfriend made him tell him. And then the buddy's like, hey, dude, I'm your friend. I would have came anyway. You should have just told me. I was like, yeah, jerk. Why didn't you just tell him? Now, so I started thinking to myself, like, if this were a situation, like, we were actually in that situation. I, I figure, like, Pete would stick around for sure. I would stick around. And Dave would have called an Uber to come pick him up. Yeah, he'd be on his phone instantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, they decided to hit the hay, and that's when sexy time happens, which is probably why Jack decided to hit the bed early. Is the world's shittiest back massage followed by a coitus? He gets a reach around, reach around massage. Oh, it was horrible. She gets like top naked and mounts him. Like, and, I wanted uh, to shrug my shoulders when she was like touching him. Like, stop! Like, I wanted to like push. Like, no! Like, that is not nice. That's not like, how you do that's it. It's not cool. So uh, that's when Fred and Tom decided to prank. Some girl, I don't know her name. Was that? Uh, that was Cindy, Gary? I believe. Cindy? Sydney? Cindy. Cindy. Sydney? Yeah, Cindy. Sydney. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, that was an inordinate amount of foreplay time because, like, while they're setting up the prank and the other girl's getting ready to do whatever she's going to do, like, it still cuts back to her. And anyway. Yeah, they kind of um, they kind of throw all the boobs at you, like, all in one, all in a row right there. One, at the end, too, they, like, clump boobage, yeah. like, into large groups. Yeah, like, right after the back massage boobage. We've got a close set for an hour. Let's get all these uh, breasts out. As soon Let's as we show can. show them. Yeah. And then we'll close, open the set back. Yeah, because it goes right from her. She takes off her top for the back massage, and then it cuts right to the other girl getting in the shower. So they just kind of, here's what you're waiting for all in one go. Yep. Uh, did you get a cut of that lovemaking music? No. Was it good? I didn't even notice it. Wretched. It was terrible. Okay. Um it was weird, though, because like Tom, at this point, is like fooling around on some electronical gadget. What was it? I thought it was a ham radio. That's what it looked like to me. Well, he gets like, picks up audio of like old people humping. I don't Do know what that? that, I don't know what those gadgets like, were for. I don't know if they were just messing around, like somebody was, we have to ask Jeff if when he's on his ham radio, he ever picks up on this. <laughs> is that what you're looking for? <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyway, Fred hatches his plan. He scares the bejesus out of the uh, shower girl. Um, strange, though, that he knew to wear a monkey mask. Coincident happenstance or not? What? Like, yeah. you figured he would have used a demon mask, so at least we would have had one demon in the movie. <laughs> hey, were you, were you um, like, half hoping that the Bigfoot would, like, assault physically or sexually the dude in the mask? Because <laughs> that would have been that would have been all right. You know? Like you hear that you hear like the mating call of the Sasquatch. He's <laughs> 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 like, whoa! Oh, um, good. I thought it was hilarious though because like the chick is rightfully so scared all the heck, and uh, Fred's laughing about it, and Tom basically beats up the shower girl trying to calm her down. Yeah, not only that, he he was kind of handsy with his buddy's girl. Like he was a little frisky. No, he's like got her like by both elbows, like tell her calm down, calm down. It's just a joke. Yeah, he's trying and to. She's like literally freaking out, and he's just like roughing her up, beating her up, telling her to shut up and calm down and take the joke. He was trying to shake that towel off of her. I know what he was doing. <laughs> shake her right out of that thing. Dirty bird. Yep. Uh, they eventually go outside and pick up his flashlight and mask that he dropped. I don't know. No, no, no. Wait a second. They go outside and they find that Fred's gone, and they only find his flashlight and his mask, right? Yeah, because Bigfoot uh, took Fred while he was out he there. Did get, he did get 
probed. Some type of assault happened. That's all. I'm hey, about. he is an alien, so an alien probe could be in order. I thought, an, uh, I think the probe. dude at the end got probed, but I'll, I'll get to that later too. Um, so everyone freaks out and they start to get armed because now Fred's missing. Uh, that's when the Squatch busts into the cabin and gets blasted. No, but of course, no, they shoot him, but he can't. He didn't die. They didn't shoot him when he came in. I thought he did. No, because the girl, uh, Jack's girl, is screaming repeatedly 15 times in a row, shoot him, Jack, shoot him. And he won't shoot him because later on you find out he feels he recognized something in the dude's in Bigfoot's face or some shit. She, he never fires the gun at that point. Some people get their necks slapped and a couple of faces. That happens. There's a lot of backhanding going on. <laughs> that Bigfoot backhand was getting liberally applied, dude, just left and right. Okay, so I don't know if maybe I had had too much to drink. At this point, uh, did Sasquatch steal a toaster? Uh, he stole the ham radio, but yes, the, basically the toaster. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he came in, roughed him up, stole the radio, and left. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, Tom is dead, and the ladies are... Uh, distraught. Distraught. They're Dis- grieving. Disheveled. They're grieving a lot. Barely dressed. There's a whole lot of um, half-naked sobbing. Wailing, yeah. <laughs> hey, she got over the Tom and Fred quick as shit, though, bro. Like, those chicks were good to go, like, minutes later. <laughs> it's amazing how the will to live forces your body to forget those bad memories so you can t- continue to move yeah. on. thank goodness. Survive. So, Jack, at this point, is on high alert. Um, by that, I mean, he's barely awake with two guns in his lap as something stirs in the cabin. Right. He's like, uh, the girls are hypersensitive, um, and they sleep fitfully after their friend has just been murdered. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's hit the sack, fellas. It's been a long night. <laughs> like, a lot of stuff happened. Literally, <laughs> literally, like, Tom's stinking corpse is still in the same room with you. They're like, man. Uh, what's up I'm with that back rub? What's up with that back rub, girl? <laughs> So everybody's sleeping fitfully, um, and the day arrives, and the game goes outside to uh, assess the damage, if you will, of what happened the night previous. Yep. Um, and at that point, I'm sure you have something to say about Jack's class, about proper firearm manipulation. Oh, it was quick and dirty, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it was pretty bad. His, his this hand, is the hands, clip. His hand Bullets are in suck. here. <laughs> it's a hammer, safety. Point it and pull it. It's that easy. He actually gave her too much information, I think. He made it even simpler. Um, that's when they wisely decide to leave the cabin and just leave Tom's stinky body in there for later. Stink up the whole place. And now I've watched this twice, and I couldn't figure it out, so I've, I've left it in here as a question mark. But did they leave to escape, or did they leave to hunt Bigfoot? Hunt. So they weren't trying to get out of there. They were trying to find him. No, they're going to go get him. Okay. They need to, uh, so they head out on the old fire road, um, and then you see a Jeep barreling down the uh, fire road with a couple of ladies, victims. Some 80s, uh, some 80s hot drinking chicks. Drinking libations and driving like George Jefferson. Dude, were they killing that tall can of Coors or not in that Jeep? They were killing it, dude. <laughs> that double deuce? <laughs> they were killing now, it. I don't know if I've ever explained to you, did, did I, I've told you the George Jefferson story, right? No, uh, if you have, repeat it. Okay, so when I was a kid, I used to watch a lot of the Jeffersons, and I remember watching George Jefferson drive, and it was basically like the wheel back and forth, back and forth. Same as the Jeep in this movie, yeah. Yeah, so the lady in the Jeep is doing the same thing. So anyway, 
when my father finally allowed me to drive a car for the first time, I was probably eight or nine, just sitting in his lap. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost killed us all because it's, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> you, you thought you had to like wide left, wide right everything. <laughs> yeah. So I get in this car and I just start doing a George Jefferson impersonation uh, with the steering wheel. He's like, good. You're out. That's You're good. out of the car. Good shit, man. So anyway, so um, Jack and the two remaining girls basically fumble fuck around the woods. Yep. Um, and was, that's when Jack extra I think, her, prematurely dude. shoots his load, didn't he? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's later when he shoots at George Kennedy, you mean? Oh, he fires his gun at nothing, remember? Oh, a pine cone. Yeah, a pine cone fell in glass. <laughs> hey, 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 dude, like, not only that, he, he does like a full-on go-to-the-knee apple seed like rifle thing, but right in front <laughs> of the girls' faces, like blasts a pine cone <laughs> in their faces. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure the shell casing flew into one of the girls' shirts. <laughs> they were so close. They got a hot brass in the blouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he did. He dropped yeah. to his knee and everything. He did a full-on like... <laughs> it, was, it was stupid. It was good, though. I thought that was kind of funny, though, because now Jack's starting to lose it a little bit, and uh, he basically turns into a huge baby, and he starts crying with guilt as a slow piano progression begins. Well, he, he <laughs> yells at the other girl for, like, kind of checking him, and he's like, you shut up, and, he, and the other girl's kind of getting between him, and then he just not, goes off to the side and is like, she's right, and just starts wailing, and do, he's got, like, sax do, music, do. Yeah, saxophone. <laughs> do, 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 do. No, it's the uh, Hulk theme when he's walking <laughs> I think I even have a cut of that on the old soundboard. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. I mean, you got a new soundboard, you got nothing on it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, okay. That's time for another random cut. What else do I here? I'm not a smart man. There we go. Uh, you I can got. get rid of that one. Yeah. You, can, you can lose that one. I um, got a good, good, good brain. Can I keep that? Is that all right? You m- 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 make my eyes water. Uh, uh, so can I say this is the first time I've ever seen someone actually eat trail mix on a trail? <laughs> hey, good call, bro. Yeah. <laughs> when I eat it at my house, I just pluck the M&Ms out. Oh. <laughs> I leave the healthy bits still in the bag. So, so does my son. Good job. You're in good company. <laughs> what do you think he learned it from? Yeah. Come here, Michael. Uncle Let Doc. me show you the ways of eating trail mix properly. Uncle Doc said there's a peanut inside. It's still good. <laughs> <laughs> the next best thing are the raisins because they're sweet. Yeah. Um, so anyway, now we find out why the two girls are driving around in the Jeep. They're looking for their cousin's crop of the devil's lettuce. It's a, uh, it's like the one girl broke up with a boyfriend, but before she broke up with him, he told her about a sacred patch of, of marijuana that they now plan to harvest and sell <laughs> is what I got out of that. Without any tools. No, they're wearing bikinis. Like they're going to the beach. Like they're going to go lay out. <laughs> they got like a picnic basket. <laughs> so Steve, can I ask you a question? Yep. When you've gotten out to your marijuana patch and it's no longer there and there's nothing else to do, how do you kill time? Uh, I usually just take off my clothes and get a little sun. That's, I think that's <laughs> par for the course out there. In the woods or the, under, the, uh, under the canopy of foliage is always the best place to sunbathe. <laughs> you know what? It reminded me a lot of um, of like Hard Ticket to Hawaii where they, have, they really have no idea how to write in why a chick would get naked. So they just, they just take off their clothes, like mid-dialogue. Like, meh, okay, time to go. Like in Hard Ticket when the girl was like, you know, we need to get to the uh, the thing to analyze the something from the snake manifest. And she just takes off her shirt and, okay, let's hit the sauna. <laughs> 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 oh, dude, there's a good one in um in Troll in Space, I think, like Troll 4. Dude, these two people are arguing. And in mid-argument, one of the ladies takes off her shirt and the guy's like, what are you doing? She's like, now that you've seen my breast, I have to kill you. And kills him. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so that kind of uh, that kind of stuff works for me, and I was okay with it. <laughs> Ancient space rules state that if a man has seen my breasticles, I must destroy. If I can find that cut, I'm going to put it up on Slack, and I'm going to send it to you later. You, it's just what I said is exactly how it happens. <laughs> uh, when guys don't know how to write women. Yep. Yep. But they try hard. Yeah. We need to get back and, and, and do some investigation. But first, let's hit the shower. <laughs> Wait a second. We don't have enough running water or hot water. Hop in the shower with me and help me rub <laughs> so, my boots. Help me with these. Yeah, help me with these snaps. Some stupid. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it never happens, but, you know, there's, you can do it. I've only got one bar of soap and we've got four boobs. Lather what me up. Do? Lather me up, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a little too blue on that one. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> just our uh, our immature way of commentating on the fact that people don't know how to write real women in movies. Exactly. These were the most um, bimbo-y, 80s, comically written chicks you could think of. Yeah. Uh, all the while, while they're doing that, though, Bigfoot is skulking. What does this say here? Oh, I noticed that when he walked through at this point, he's got a bunch of Klingons attached to his back. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't know if they're like, probably just big ticks, pieces of beef jerky. Aaron told me that if you do like close-ups on his face, that they, he thinks like only half of the face was animated. Like they didn't have enough money for the for the servos and the other side of the cheek. So like just the a little bit on the right. short, shorted out. Just a little bit of the right lip would move up, but the left was stationary. <laughs> maybe, maybe Squatch had a, a stroke. Yeah, it's like possible, dude. That was part of character development. That Bigfoot had a yeah. had a uh, serious issue with well, the bug climbing. It turns right. out it was Clem. I don't know Clem's backstory. Yeah, Clem could have been a you know yep. a medical history. Anyway, um, there was another like? hiker at this point that I don't know his name either or why he's walking through the woods. Um, he was bird taking pictures of birds. Maybe it, it's not explained. But let me tell you why why this guy was not right. He's in the middle of a forest surrounded by trees that all look identical. He's got a big camera around his neck, and he's pulling out a map and just kind of looking left and right in the middle of a forest surrounded by trees. Don't know what the map is trying to show him. Don't know what he's looking for. Are you for. a cartographist? Do you know about <sighs> cartography? Are you not familiar with looking left and right to get your bearing and to find um, topography that looks familiar on the map? That's how you negotiate a map? By the how expression on his face, he knew nothing, and... Did not know what he was doing. I called him Red, though, fun fact. For for what? He had a red backpack on. Oh, there you <laughs> go. I mean. But, dude, really, was he Bigfoot sighting? Was he bird watching? Was he a cartographer? Was he a camper? Nobody knows. Mysterious a man. victim. Yeah, he was a body a fodder. <laughs> so, at this point, uh, I relegated myself because I still didn't know the girl's name, but I knew that the guy's name was Jack. So I just named the other two Janet and Chrissy. Uh, one was Betsy. The other was unnamed, as far as I know. Do you get my joke though? Yeah, the Jack, uh, the three threes company, fucking <laughs> no, <it was laughs> come and knock on my door. Um, <laughs> so they stumble upon a bear trap, um, and can I just say that to me those things are freaking terrifying, dude. I'm with you on that. I wouldn't even get five feet from that thing, man. No way. Could you imagine? Like getting your foot caught into something no so horrific. No way, dude. Nope. I wouldn't even and then like, like clear they it. They would just randomly put them out in property so anybody could be walking through and next thing you know, their legs chopped in half. Any Boy Scout troop coming through there? Yeah. So anyway, uh, at this point too, the movie got very confusing because it jumped all over the place. So we're going to do the best oh. we can here. <laughs> at this point, it got confusing to you? You're the man, dude. <laughs> you hung I mean, in here. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, before this, it would kind of been straightforward. Like, 
these people are doing this. Now we're going between the two drunk potheads sunbathing, the hiker, Janet, Jack, and Chrissy, and it's just like flip-flopping all over the place. I was lost Which, in the beginning. There's supposed to be one Squatch, but he's all over the place. He's following like three, eight different people at one time. He's warming up that backhand, bro. He's over there about to get his Bigfoot backhand on. Uh, so at this at this point, the two drunkard potheads, like I said, get squatched. And I, I have to admit, I really enjoyed that costume. I thought it was low budget. It was low budget, um, but they did a great job with the animation on the face and whatnot. You could see, like, they put a little little uh, slime in his mouth to make it look gooey and gross um, and snarly. But, I mean, they didn't have... I mean, the rest of the masks in the movie had no motion whatsoever. At least they went out of their way with the monster to try and make it look cool. I totally agree. I, every time... I wish he was on scene more. I think maybe they put him on there less because maybe they thought he wasn't, you know, spectacular, but I thought he was great. I loved him. Yeah, I had a good time watching him. It seemed though like there was two different facial masks, too, though, because you would see him in some scenes and he had, like, longer hair, almost like a... I don't know. Looked like a headbanger. And then you see him later and it was a little shorter hair. Um, but anyway, um, the teeth definitely made the monster for me. Yep. Um, but anyway, the girls basically, one chick gets her head completely removed. I thought that looked great too. I was cool with it. And it was hilarious. Yeah. Totally hilarious. Yeah. And I liked it because he threw it like a football. Yep. So um, he basically, we end the scene as he's chasing the brunette. Um, of the two through the forest. Um, and then Big Feets hits up Red and basically uh, stirs his guts with a stick. Yeah, Red gets his arm caught in one of the bear traps, I think, too, right? Yep. Yeah, when he falls down, he knocks him down, he gets his arm caught in a bear trap. Yeah. Um, and then he just stirs up his guts. He grabs like a like a witch's cauldron, like grabs a stick. Oh, and don't forget, though, like before he does that, like out of nowhere, he just throws a severed head and slaps him in the face with it. Uh, yeah, the hand. And the guy didn't even phase the guy. Like, he still looked around like like he was still looking at the map. Like, oh, what, what, what direction? Was that north? Or did that come from the northwest? I, I thought I was heading east. <laughs> I laughed so hard when he... Just this, just imagine a guy staring at kind of like off camera and a face, a, a severed hand just slaps him right across the face and he doesn't even flinch. Nothing. Nothing. Funny stuff. Yep. So... I thought it was funny when the, uh, when the Squatch was running, it kind of looked like a Muppet. It had that like surreal look to it. Like you ever notice like when you see Kermit, right? It always looks natural. But if you see Kermit riding a bicycle or walking, you're like, <laughs> that's my favorite. The, that's what my the favorite Kermit. Yeah. What is going on? That doesn't look right. You know what I'm <laughs> that's saying? That's great, dude. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> so And it, um, it was a little bit of that um Halloween uh, thing too, where the, the Bigfoot was always walking semi slow, plodding, and the people were running at fierce paces, but he always caught them. He was always on top of them. Yep. So anyway, goes back and forth. Like the Three's Company group is arguing. Uh, Stoner Girl finally found a place to cover up the the boobs and get uh, to some shelter. Um, wait a second, though. Red, did Red stumble onto two squatches? No, no. No, no he didn't. So basically, this is why I got confused, because Brunette Girl from the Stoner Girl group She's running away from Sasquatch as Sasquatch is killing... He's killing the other guy. Right. Red, yeah, so it's kind of confusing. Um, but then we also forgot that Red stumbled upon a zombie. Yeah, just some random dude who I think was... Was that Fred? Was that one of the guys from earlier? Or I put in my notes, it's official, I'm lost now. Yeah, I, I couldn't no tell, because he was zombied up you know, pretty heavily, and I couldn't tell if, if that was supposed to be one of the guys from the cabin earlier or not, or just a random dude. 
He had like a leaky, bloody mouth and like milky white eyes, and he was wearing a bomber jacket. Yeah. So yeah. I tried to start like trying to recognize people from their clothing. How'd that work out? Um, it didn't work. Yeah. Um, Jack Tripper then saves Janet from another uh, burr trap. Um, basically, as she's walking up to a bear trap, he basically pile drivers her to the ground. Tackles her, her almost into the bear trap, yeah, from behind. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like calmly telling her uh, lady, who I don't recall your name for the purposes of my notes, um, you may want to stop walking and firmly grab her shoulder. No, he basically like full-on office linebacker. Right, right, pushed into it almost. Yeah. Um, and at this point, that's when... That's when Jack just starts firing haphazardly through the woods, nearly hitting George Kennedy, who is clearly wearing a Hunter Safety certified neon yellow hat. Dude, George Kennedy or Bill was like... Mr. Crafton. Mr. Crafton was like 10 feet away from him when he was taking those shots. It was almost a naked gun sketch. Um, he starts <laughs> when blasting. behind the trash can yeah, in the post yeah, office. Totally, line. dude. He, he starts blasting, like, who's over there? And then Bill all of a sudden stands up five feet away from him, like, hey, I'm wearing this goddamn hat so you don't shoot me. <laughs> He's like 10 feet away from it. What are <laughs> you doing there the George whole time? Kennedy impression. It almost sounded, sounded dead on. All you like, if a, I close my eyes and use that voice again, I could almost imagine uh, I was interviewing him. All you need is a little phlegm in your throat. A little phlegm yeah. will do it. So, um, that's when they notice though, that Mr. Crafton is wearing Tom's watch and that's where the, he, he finally gets, it's full, full on suspicion of being involved in the, the killing of their friends. Even though they saw Sasquatch come into a cabin and murder Tom. Right. They, what do they think? Like Bill sent him in? Like, here's a. Here's a couple of Slim Jims if you go over there and kill Tom for me. Well, dude, the chick, um, I think Cindy, the one that he was mean to, she she pretty much tells him that. She's like, well, we know he didn't kill Tom. We were there. You know, that, that kind of calms him down a bit. Um, so anyway, they escort him back to his camp. Uh, it, you know, we've already said that, like, Red's dead, but Red is still running around 10 minutes later from from Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. He's still, he's still running out. Uh, anyway. The continuity there is might not be perfect, but you get the gist of it. You know? Yeah. I thought his gore was impressive, too. Um, like, the, 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 the red kill was pretty neat. I, I, was, I was a little... I didn't like that one as much, no. I just like the fact that, like, you've got this animal presence. Instead of ripping him apart or, like, gnawing his face off, he sticks a stick in his guts and wiggles it around a little mm. bit, like, like a redneck teenager does with a dead dog. <laughs> or poking a cat or something, yeah. Yeah. No, that one didn't uh, work for me. So anyway, Jack and Mr. Craft and the ladies are kind of going through um, the woods. But Sassy, who is I call Sasquatch, is smart enough. He starts deactivating the dynamite booby traps. <laughs> that Mr. Craft is left all around. Yeah. Like, Foiled again. Yeah. Damn that you're Bigfoot. De- you're dealing with an evolved animal. Yeah. So um, they get back to base camp. They argue a little bit. We get some backstory about Crafton, why he's trying to kill the creature, uh, that he has placed traps all throughout the woods. So anybody like poor Red getting caught in that bear trap, he's dead because of George Kennedy. Yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> they do talk about some stupid shit. Like, did you notice anything peculiar about the Sasquatch? Yeah, it was. This is where I got most confused because I, I didn't understand like anything that was going on. Like the timing was all wrong. The, I didn't understand what they were arguing about. I didn't know if they were hunting Bigfoot still or trying to get away. Like, I, I was completely confused. Yeah. It just jumps all over the place. And I, I, and I watched it twice, and I still didn't figure it out. So, uh, so at this point, uh, Stoner Chick finally shows up at the camp because 
in an entire forest, you happen to go exactly where other people are at, right? Yeah. Everybody's uh, running to each other perfectly. Yeah, like, you know, that would have never happened to me. I would have been lost forever in those woods and been killed by Sasquatch before I ever found uh, potable water or yeah. so much as an edible nut. Yeah, you, you'd have died from um, from starvation because you will only eat them and M's and not the granola. Like, I'm not eating it. I don't care. I ain't eating it. <laughs> who the hell wants coconut flakes? Nobody. That's who. Chia seeds are gross. I'm not eating it. <laughs> Almonds make my mouth dry. I'd rather be I'm already thirsty. <laughs> I'd rather be dead than eat a praline. I hate them. <laughs> Way to hold your ground. <laughs> I got my convictions. So anyway, uh, she almost gets blown up and kills every. If she had hit that dynamite trap, not only would she have died, the entire like there would be a large crater in the earth. Well, that was another problem I had with this whole scene. Is like, why would you dynamite your whole camp? That's where you're staying. If he trips it, you're killing yourself. There was issues with this. You know? Another scenario, I get up at 3 in the morning, got to go pee, and I kill myself <laughs> on my dynamite trap that I set the night before. Right. So anyway, and this is weird. Jack goes in to get the uh, first aid kit to help the girl, and inexplicably, the beast is in there. Bigfoot's in the tent. He somehow, <laughs> he somehow got into the camp and into the tent that they were sitting in front of. <laughs> Why? See, my my confusion was was heightened at this point. So anyway, Jack and the rest of the group basically, instead of shooting the monster, they all decided to go mano a mano, man to man, fist to fist. Hey, dude, Cindy, with this monster, Cindy got down though, dude, with that knife. She was the only one of the crew jumps on his back and just shanked the living shit out of him, dude. I give it to Cindy. Because Crafton gets beat up, knocked on the ground. Jack gets beat up, knocked on the ground. Um, Crafton at some point kind of runs a diversion and takes him down. Kind of like, oh no, no, he doesn't. He he leads him down the booby trap trail. Yeah, come, come, like, come, chase me, you hairy son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's swinging his axe like I, this is what I a little bit of what I got for you. Yeah. Come on here and get it. Yep, come on, get follow it. me, you big bastard. <laughs> he doesn't fall for it at all, but he sneaks up behind him and kills him. <laughs> Basically, pummels his face into dust. Yeah. At this point, uh, Jack had had cocked that 1911 like seven times and never used it he he's he's constantly fiddling with the slide but it's never been fired <laughs> i notice half the time when he's firing it or he's got it pointed it's misfit oh the barrel's exposed the yeah slides, like it's half the it's, slides it's, locked back i don't even think it was a real um like i think that was a straight up replica like uh because like it, it, it kind of looks like a 1911 but not really and i don't think it functioned at all so yeah. i'm gonna make a, a random reference here and see if you know it um Mr. Crafton's death was a reverse lean on me. Lean on me? You remember at the beginning of the movie Lean on Me with Morgan Freeman where the kids kill the teacher by smacking his head into the lunchroom floor? No, only vaguely. I haven't seen that forever. That disturbed me so much as a kid for some reason. I thought like, wow, those are really bad kids. I don't want to go to school. That sucked. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he did a, rev a reverse lean on me. Okay. So, um, the camp is in total disarray now. People are hurt. Everybody's got to start getting their crap together and moving on. Um, and that's when Jack searches frantically. The only reason I know these girls' names now are because he calls for them. Carrie! Yeah. Sydney. 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 Dude, I, I listened to it like three times like because I, I wanted to get it right. I had no idea if it was Cindy or Sid, Sydney. But in the credits for the IMDb, it says Cindy. Yeah. Um, he needs to work on his pronunciation. Yeah. Um, 
for some reason he grabs like a little bit of dynamite, which I understand, but he also took some paperwork. Was that like his old? I saw, and, dude, that was the same thing. I was, I was going to ask you the same thing. I was like, what were the papers he was grabbing? Was it like a map or something? Probably George Kennedy's financial paperwork. So yeah, know. whatever it was, man. It was probably the answers to the Trivia Pursuit questions. He's going to win that game. Yeah. <laughs> Cheap. I knew there was no horror questions in here. Did you know what? I heard a funny story the other day. I thought that was pretty cool. So my buddy Dick, he said his dad used to have satellite... T- well, okay. So basically what he said was he used to go over to his dad's house every night and watch Wheel of Fortune, right? Mm-hmm. And he says that his dad was the absolute best at Wheel of Fortune because... He could guess the puzzles within like one or two letters. Cheating at him. Cheating. <laughs> so Cheatery, dude. Imagine like, you know, there's a 28-letter puzzle, and he'd have the first two letters, yeah. he'd figure it out the whole Can thing. I get a C? Cat on a hot tin roof. You got it. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> like, something like that. He said he would always watch it. He says, I-, I thought my dad was the smartest man I knew. He didn't realize it until years later his dad finally fessed up that because he had satellite, he got to watch it like two hours yeah, before. Dude. So he would watch it two hours before, get the answers, and then watch it with his son, and just amazing. He's still the smartest guy for me for doing that, he, to me. <laughs> <laughs> he holds the title. That's like when I was a little, you know, I thought my mom's friend was a witch because she knew when the lights were going to change. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah, anyway. She wasn't just, watching the other side. Yeah. I don't know why I brought that up, but anyway, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, maybe because you brought up the Trivial Pursuit. So anyway... Uh, now Jack's got a couple of pistols. Um, I didn't see him pick up any ammo, but apparently with those pistols comes unlimited ammo. Yeah, he's got some pistols um, and and uh, some paperwork, and he's going to town. He's going to make stuff happen right now. Um, he finally stumbles upon old man Kraft and sees his head open. His his head is basically bust open like a Gallagher watermelon. Nice. And uh, finds Cindy, S- Sydney. I still hear Sydney every time he says her name, uh, but she ignores him. And the reason why? Because she doesn't feel pretty. Uh, or she's a demon? Or a zombie? When I say demon, just just so everybody knows that whenever throughout this entire show I say demon, I am literally using hard quotes. <laughs> Your fingers are doing that? Demon! Yeah. I'm just, I'll, I'll start doing that so you hear the... Yeah, gotcha. There so, basically her eyeball is drooping out of her skull. I didn't think that was the best of effects uh, in the movie by far. I I could have used something else on that. Uh, to be honest with you, I wouldn't keep her around either. Um, if I stumbled upon a girl I knew and she turned around and her eyeball was hanging out, I don't know what I would be. My first instinct would be like, get away from me. That's gross. Oh, my God. But get it away. wasn't it wasn't like she's freaking out and she's hurt. It was like she was possessed and her face was all jacked up. Like it was a weird. I don't. Her know eyeball just hanging around down her mouth. Yeah. and she's just kind of stumbling. And it around. wasn't even it wasn't even hanging. It wasn't swinging. It was like hard puttied to her cheek. So it wasn't like the effect didn't do not much for me. So it would have been better if it was dangly. Totally, dude. Give me a little tendon, a little dangly, like wobbly ball. I'd have laughed my ass off. <laughs> I loved it. Like a little rubber ball from the uh, vending machine. Bro, rubber ball attached. Cut it. Cut a rubber band in half. Put some fake blood on it with a fucking rubber ball and dangle that shit around. I'm happy all day long. That's it. I'm good. Way better than that. Basically, just face prosthetic where they just glued it onto her eye yeah. socket. Her che- it was her cheek. Like the eye socket had some lump on it, and then her cheek had the the thing stuck to it. It was. Eh. And I actually liked that. Actually, I thought she did a good job, but it was kind of you know. <laughs> I thought she uh, acted like a demon <laughs> zombie. Or, or zombie. Great. Or Bigfoot. Whatever. Uh, at this point, he makes a terrible decision and decides to enter, um, what would you do? A dark cave. 
he's he's out for revenge for I don't know what he didn't care for any of the other people, but he's getting them. His nickname must have been Charlie because he had a death wish. <laughs> nice dude. <laughs> okay. Um, basically, uh, as soon as he goes in, Mister Foot attacks him immediately and instant instantly regrets it because he gets shot. Yeah. Then you get the D uh, the D evil evolution of Bigfoot, which I thought was kind of cool. Usually you see the other fun. way around, yeah. you know. The, the one, I had no idea who the hell that was because he never says his name. I'm pretty sure that was that was Clem. That was his uncle. You said it was Clem, but he never said like, "Hey, Clem." Hey, Uncle Clem. I don't. I don't know. I'd have to watch it a third time, but I'm. I think that was supposed to be him. Do you think Clem was from the South? With a name like Clement, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, they always do that. Like, everybody in the South names like Clement or Jib. Yeah. Oh, here, you want to you wanna audio trivia? You want me to break this up with some audio trivia? We haven't had any audio. How about well, this? I mean, what did you do? I had a little, you know, the soundboard wasn't working perfectly for me. I got some audio for the end, though. Don't worry. Um, is, here we go. Audio trivia for you. Is this the sound of uh, Bigfoot dying, or is this Doc taking a nap on the couch? That goes it's on weird. forever. It's it's totally weird. Like nobody can tell because your sound quality is terrible. Oh, that movie quality is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to like throw it back on you, dude. That thing goes on forever too, dude. That was a small sample of Bigfoot dying. It just went on and on and on. Oh, and so you answered your own question. So there, you knew it all. It wasn't along. Doc. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, now we we realize that it's not just a Sasquatchy Bigfooty guy. It's Uncle Clem that's turned into that character yeah. for some reason. For yeah, for unexplained reasons. And and it, what was Cindy? Was she turning into something too? There was a bunch of other people that were just walking around in there, and he, they didn't care they're, about him being there. Literally, like these zombies didn't care that Jack was in the cave at this point. Yeah. It's like at at some point somebody told him, "Hey, this guy shouldn't be in here." Yeah, and every time he got scared, he just fell down backwards into the dirt, and he'd get up and walk and get scared again by another dude, and he'd fall down backwards again. A real <laughs> Scooby Dooish, you know. When he stumbled into the cave, he became instantly a buffoon. <laughs> yeah, he he became a fumbling fool. You know, it reminds me of the scene from uh, Mister Show with the guy who climbed Mount Everest, but then came home to his folks, and he kept he, while he was telling the story about conquering Mount Everest, he kept falling and knocking over her thimble. I seen uh, that one. I've never shown you that before. No, I got to watch that one. No, it's I love a skit that, show. that. It's one of those skits that it goes on for so long it becomes unfunny, but then it keeps going and it right. becomes funny again. Yep. So yep. Just look up Mr. Show with Bob and David, uh, Mount Everest. Okay. I'll send it to you later. Anyway, okay. that's basically what I thought when I kept seeing him fall down. He fell down so many times. Uh, it was, it's not fun anymore, Kevin. Right. It's not funny. Right. right. Jack. Um, was that a just a basically a mound of alien tech? Oh okay, uh, yeah. So to set it up, he's in this a, cave with a human face on top. <laughs> we we got to set, did set I see that, that up. Yeah, that was kind of a human like a uh, discarded yeah face. So there's there's maybe I don't know twenty thirty like I don't know if they're zombies if they're aliens possessed. They're de- demons. Demon de- demons. Um, but they're just walking carrying pieces of junk back and forth. And they don't care that he's there, and he's stumbling, bumbling around them. And I swear to God, I saw one of them carrying like a monopoly board, like just a, a <laughs> just a cardboard something. But it was all just like a little piece of an old computer, like a little hard drive. And they were just constantly walking back and forth, like 
like one guy was using a toothbrush to clean off a motherboard (laughs) like soldier ants just walking back and forth with no explanation of what they're doing with scraps of junk now can you describe it fully to our listeners uh, what these creatures look like uh, I alluded to it earlier, but um, if you go to, let's say, a Spencer Gift or a Halloween store or a Party City, and or Spirit Spirit World, Spirit whatever World it's and you say, "Give me ten rubber masks," I don't care what they look like. They don't need to be like in one genre either. Now, um, what are you looking for? Are you looking for demon? Are you looking for zombie? Uh, whatever. What I'm looking for are the ten cheapest ones you have on the shelf. Doesn't matter what they look like. Uh, wrap it up. That's what you're getting. Here. So these guys had like. They would have to wear pop collars to cover right. up the fact that. <laughs> right, dude. Yes. Remember that? Totally they right. They all had bro. pop collars because they had to cover up their necks. Totally right. Yes. And uh, like a couple of guys would have like a one dude. Uh, he had a shirt that said Residence. I don't think it was the band The Residence. It was weird. It's like Residence, but it had like pictures. It looked like the Beatles almost. But underneath that, he had like collared shirts right. to cover up his neck. Because yeah, because the mask does. You know, there's no. There's no. You're just going to see the 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 demarcation from the mask and the and the human body is great, yeah. dude. Um, great. So there was like no uh, emotion coming from their face. Just like you could see where they were breathing inside. So the mask was bulging out like a like a balloon hot, filling with air. Hot and, breath, hot stank yeah. breath in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway. So Jack, basically, at this point, is now walking th- around in the cave with all this activity, and it's unfazed. You know, they're basically unfazed. They don't even give a shit about him. Um, and then I guess he reaches the demon warp? He reached, Where? I think, the out the outside of the uh, spaceship is what I took it as, the uh, whatever landing craft they were working on. Which was built into the cave itself? Yeah, because they say at one point, like, the ship is finally complete. We can ascend to heaven blah 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 type thing sure but guess who else is also in the cave fred good old fred with a gorilla mask on yep who we had completely forgot about the gorilla, like you. the gorilla mask earlier was in the woods that they found with the flashlight so why Ooh, is now fred wearing the gorilla nice mask? catch dude nice catch didn't catch that good one so anyway um uh, fred rambles on about some priest using the girl's but before he can get the whole story out, he passes out. What a jerk. Like, it, you have usable information. I need that shit now. But it's almost like George Kennedy. Um, he's such a puss, he can't even get out the valuable information before he passes out. Or save his daughter before he passes yeah, out. Yeah, that's a really annoying trope, dude. And, and he did it exactly like every other annoying movie where he's like, Where's the girl? Where's Cindy? I need to... We'll never get out of here alive. Okay, but where's Cindy? You need to find Cindy. Like, oh, dude. Just... <laughs> come on, bro. Cindy is located at the corner of. Uh, <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, yeah, just it, it was a drawn-out, non-suspenseful dialogue. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Tom steps out of the warp. Right, his other friend. So the other, uh, the the other one of his. So buddies. now Tom has come out of the warp related to demons and mocks him for being an asshole. Right now, Tom is a different type of demon because he obviously remembers everything and and is not a zombie. I guess he but he's he's um he realizes what he's doing now, right? So yeah, he's not okay. So Fred isn't a zombie. Fred is Fred, but he's incapacitated somehow. Tom is a self-aware zombie, so he understands that he's being controlled 
Whereas like Carrie didn't know she was being controlled and she was like functionless. And all the other like, zombies no were oblivious. She's so a, they, uh, a higher functioning demon ghoul okay. zombie. Okay. Sure. At yeah. this point, did you ever mutter or think the words, what the hell am I watching? Because that's kind of what came up to me at this point. Like, what the hell am I watching here again? Like, yeah, what is going on with this, man? Why is he uh, self-aware? And is he the leader now? Because it looked like he had like henchmen with him. Like, I didn't understand what was going on. So anyway, the Tom Ghoul and the two other jerk-offs that are with him or whatever, um, they attack him. And at this point, Jack's gun has misfired or is, has the slide lock back. So you can see that it would never even work. But he's shooting it anyway, so I thought that was fun. And you know what? This is the He finally uses the gun, and it's on his friend. He finally got the gun to work, and he shoots his buddy. That's the first person he shoots. He had many millions of times to shoot something else, and this is it. He gets his buddy. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, isn't that the best time to use your gun when it's on your buddy? Yeah, it finally worked. It's on my friend. <laughs> so a large group of the undead attack. Um, and I thought this was fun. I did enjoy the squib effects when they would shoot the zombies or ghouls or demons in the head. I thought that was fun. Mm, I, I, I didn't even notice it, so it must not have done much for me. Watch it again. Um, anyway. Anyway. He finally makes it to the ship is what happens. He does a couple of weak sauce right crosses, right? Yep. But they attack him. But what do they do? They don't kill him. They basically pile him up like cordwood next to Fred next on to the Fred, ground right. outside of the alien ship. Yep. Um, so anyway, was that druid-looking fellow the religious guy from the beginning? Yeah, same dude. So now you're inside the ship. Finally, you're getting some payoff. Yeah. Right, I put the quotes on the payoff, but yeah, finally. Uh, one of the one of the girls is topless, on basically a sacrifice table. Um, he's screaming some sort of incantation. You have a puppet alien. I thought it Demon? was. I thought it was a dude in a barrel with like a fake, like. Uh, it was like uh, to me. It looked like um, a Chuck E. Cheese or big Showbiz Pizza animatronic. Right. <laughs> showbiz, yeah, Showtime or whatever it was, yeah. It was showbiz where I came from. I, th showbiz I, I, I think it was a dude like in a barrel, and then he had like a, a long, like armed. What is that thing called? Like a not a testicle, not a. What am I thinking here? Like a. What does a bug have? Like some kind of arm that was coming out basically of where his, where his penis would be coming out of, and he could stab at you with it. But he was immobile; he couldn't move. Hmm. The demon, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he was like in a trash can. Um, he was very organic looking, kind of alien demon. If you put a bunch of like, uh, put a bunch of makeup on Oscar the Grouch um, in his pan, it kind of looked like that. It, uh, no, no, I'd say the uh, the eagle from the Muppets. Yeah, the eagle would work. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and the, except he had one like um, one of those uh, like tube black tubes as a hand, but it had blades on the end of it. Yeah, it wasn't even his hand though. It came out from like his abdomen or his crotch because he had like. <laughs> He was right in the middle of it. It was such an odd design. So the Christian dude that stumbled upon the alien crashed ship at the beginning of the movie is now basically taking the succulent and tender hearts of, I'm not going to say virgins, <laughs> women. We're not sure. Women. I'm not an expert. Uh, and then feeding him to this character that's relegated to a dumpster. Right, to a trash can. Okay, I'll give you another, I'll give you another audio uh, trivia, okay? Okay. I got this from the. Uh, okay, is this, is this the dude, doing the incantation before the kill, or is this me on my wedding night? 
My sacred dagger is raised in trembling anticipation. Which one? One more time. Let me uh, judge it. My sacred dagger is raised in trembling anticipation. <laughs> that dialogue, bro. Demon warp. My sacred dagger is raised in trembling <laughs> anticipation. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, my purple-headed warrior yeah. entered her quivering mound of love. <laughs> and now you know why there's not a lot of sound clips from this. That's the quality. <laughs> yeah. So basically, anything uh, you cut had a guy in a wind tunnel. <laughs> you want to hear the other part of his incantation? Here. Sure. I want to kill want to everyone. Leave. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. <laughs> that was the second part. <laughs> the sound was so bad, I took clips from the burbs to throw in here. <laughs> <laughs> just to clean it up for everybody. <laughs> that was basically um, what he was doing, though. He's just rambling. He's narrating to himself. No one's listening to him. Um, he's also like, and the the girls aren't even like screaming, you know, to let be let free or anything. They're just kind of laying there, like, man, this sucks. He's also explaining to the demon how much he's gonna like the hearts, and this is the first of many, which made me think, like, wait, this is the first time you've done this. Like, what have you guys been doing here for like a hundred years? Like, is this the first person you've killed and fed this dude? I I didn't understand that. (laughs) It's been century, a century now, and this is the first time the guy's ever had heart. Yeah, come on. But it, the weird thing is, like, is this a new, is this a new thing to them? Like, is this is this the first time? <laughs> I had a lot of trouble getting getting my head wrapped around it. So anyway, uh, Jack and Fred come up with a concoction, concoct a plan. Not come up with a concoction. That's an idiotic statement. I'm okay with it. They come up with a plan to find Jack's backpack filled with the dynamite and blow this whole place sky high. Yeah, man. Uh, they they fail miserably and are captured immediately. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like as soon as they hatch the plan, uh, what do they do? Like the zombie ghouls come out and like, hey, these guys are trying to formulate something to kill us. Take them to our leader. Well, it, it didn't make sense because the zombies didn't care. He could walk around freely two seconds before that. Now all of a sudden mm. the zombies are They need to go to the them. sacrifice room to talk to whoever's in charge. I don't know which one of those two guys the Old preacher dude or the alien, whoever's yeah, in charge. Gotta be the alien. Uh, but when they go in, immediately, they automatically have another topless beauty up on the sacrifice table. It's the other chick, but, yeah, Cindy. But yeah, Jack pulls a fast one, grabs his sacrificial knife, and then jabs it right in his back. You call that his back? Or did he do it anally? I am pretty sure that was the probing. Because he kind of like got up behind him and mounted him from the rear and like slowly, slowly. He was... Dude, he was low shanking. Like, you couldn't even see the knife. It was down in the hips. I took a, I think I have a screen cap of it, too, and I'll send it to you, and you could be the judge. It was weird. Yeah. But the demon, obviously, uh, who's incapacitated somewhat, uh, begins to wildly thrash out with his tentacle things, which looked funny and made me smile. I think it was only one tentacle, uh, and I th- and that's Fred, like, gets somehow knocked into the, the trash can that he's sitting in, so the tentacle can perfectly fall on him, like... <laughs> Like just one little screw, <laughs> one little fall. But, he, but we figured out what makes, um, if you get impregnated by the uh, tentacle thingy, that's what makes you into squatchy. Right, because he starts getting hairy palms, and we all know what that means. So now this, the he's been <laughs> he's been uh, he's been injected by a trash can now we demon know. tentacle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Jack shoots the monster, so he finally gets to use his gun again. There you go. He probably was trying to shoot for him. <laughs> <laughs> he was his other buddy. Yeah, because the next time he uses it was on another one of his friends, so you're right. <laughs> yeah, he probably like, Fred, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, shit, I shot the uh, wrong yeah. thing. So uh, Fred begins to way overreact because he begins to turn, 
And he's like, look at me. And his forearms have turned full grandpa because yeah. they're like super hairy. Yep. You know it's like I mean? Robin Williams, yeah. Um, and then Jack, <laughs> rest in peace, Jack flings a bunch of uh, basically dim-witted ghouls around the room. Like they come at him one by one. One at like, a you time. You go to the dude. left. Yeah. You go to the right. You go to the left. And he didn't even hit him. Right. He pretty much like grabbed him by the shoulders like I do my toddler like, to move him. him. Like, move, move, move. <laughs> <laughs> Moved him aside. Uh, so... Uh, basically, him and uh, the lady escaped. That was Carrie? Uh, no, that was... Uh, yes, Carrie. Yes, correct. Because they get outside, and basically, Fred's holding onto a mountain of red dynamite sticks. So we know what's about to happen. They've got to get out of there, mister. Yep. Time's a ticking. Got to. So instead of saving Cindy, what does he do? Well, Cindy... And I said Cindy was on the table. I was wrong. It was the girl from the Jeep, but... Um, Oh, you're right. You're they right. run by Cindy on their way out, and they see the the eyeball, and she's like, "We got to save her." And he's like, "We can't <laughs> save her." And he's like, "Boom, we got to save like, her." And he's like, he just grabs the gun and shoots her. And he's like, "No, we don't." In the face. Nope. Okay. It wasn't explained if she was a demon or if she was just hurt. Or and also, it, I mean, you kind of could have. She's just, like literally in a state of, state of shock because her eyeballs hanging out right. by her mouth, and she's like, "I need help." And they're but, like, "Fuck you." But she could walk she's, and probably run if you'd have just like come along with us, you know, to get her out of there, you know. Uh, he shoots his friend in the face. Two out of the, the three times he used the gun, he shot his friends. <laughs> so um, uh, they leave, and the entire cave goes up in fiery glory. Um, no, it did not. You liar! It poop. There was like a someone threw a handful of dirt out of a mine shaft. <laughs> like a guy with a vacuum cleaner loaded up with talcum powder. I got more dust out of cleaning my vacuum cleaner than that. <laughs> 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 All right, now slow it down so it looks more. Right. Uh, yep. glorious. So anyway, um, what what's the uh, first thing you should do immediately after an attack like that? Did you go for the back rub? Did you go, go for the massage? Go to sleep with your newfound friend. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they wake up in bed next to each other, and apparently in a dimly lit like stage area. You could only see the bed. You couldn't see the floor, the walls, nothing. It was all completely black draped. Completely pitch black around the entire So you know already that... The sound stage. You know already something's wrong, you know. They had already wrapped the movie, but they had to come in for one day's worth of reshoots to Mm -hmm. throw this in. Because the uh, producers were like, there's not a... Listen, all these scary movies, they got the scare at the end. They got the, you know, the carry, the hand out of the grave, and Jason, he jumps out. We need to add in a couple of more quick scares. So what do they do? Like, uh... The chick and Jack wake up in bed, and they're completely surrounded by z- zombie ghouls on uh, demons. Oh no! So he wakes up and quick cut to carry a sexy time demon ghoul zombie lady tickling Jack's tummy with her icky fingers. In other words, you get a double dream sequence ending. But wait! Quick cut to Jack waking up by himself in a lame ass scene, dude. And you know that was totally fa- that, that is the end of the movie. That guys. was totally Phantasm ending, bro. Totally. That is the same ending as Phantasm. Yeah, pretty and much. Not but only that, it's not, all not of, done well. All, neither was Phantasm. All of Phantasm. Um, <laughs> aliens that I don't understand their purpose. I don't understand where they came from. Same as Phantasm. Uh, some dude in a barrel. They were trekking around people in barrels in Phantasm. Like It totally ripped Phantasm at the end for me. Yeah, it is a... Basically, just uh, now that I think about it, just a big phantasm. Really. <laughs> it's like the last the last 20 minutes of the movie, I had no clue what was going on, but I did have fun with it. Like, I was like, this, what am I doing here? The, the first I would have had, listen, so I would have had more fun with people 
watching this movie than I did by myself. Yes. By myself, I was kind of like, this is lame-o. Uh, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it better the second time around, but really enjoyed the end. Like, the the... the Th- those first sixty minutes just weren't as much fun as the rest of the movie was. I, 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 I like the movies crazy. like this have DVD releases. Like I've seen way worse on. D- like literally, I bought Mummy Maniac the other day, but I can't find. <laughs> I can't buy Demon War. Shame on you! Shame on you! No shame on you when I suggest we watch that Mummy Maniac. Oh, great! But yes, that was a uh, Demon Warp, and I believe that was an Aaron recommendal. So thank you very much, Aaron. That was great. And that's your quota for this month, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> one down. <laughs> what was the other one he wanted us to do? Hack a lantern? I'm like, oh, I'm dude. drawing the line in the sand. Hey, this that is looks where it's coming. awesome, this bro. Is, <laughs> this is the line in the sand. I can't wait now, for Thank you very much, Aaron, for the recommendal. Yep. All right, we good on that? Yep. All right, let's do it. Why did I say that like that? Yep. Yep. That was almost like a lie. So, yep. Man, I got you right in the middle of that, too. That's some bad news and some good news. Bad news and good news, buddy. What was your good news in this movie? I'd say my good news was most of the kills were sufficiently bloody for gore fans. I'd say half of them. I'd say half of them I had fun with. The other half were a little stale. Like, just kind of... But I, I can do that one. Uh, that's why I said most. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, but you're, you're saying not most, but half. Yeah, I'd say half, yeah. So you're saying you do not agree? Not 100%. I half agree. That's okay. 50%. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> You don't have to agree on everything. Yeah. Uh, my good news was the random nudity just popped out of nowhere. Had had a good time. Just when I was getting bored, some boobies hit the screen. I was like, eh, not so bad after all. <laughs> Did George pop a top lip? <laughs> it took very little to keep me entertained. Right. All right what was your bad cool. news? Um, I don't believe literally there were any demons or a warp anywhere to be seen in this. <laughs> the, the demon or the warp? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. literally... To have a title like Demon Warp is the most nonsensical thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, much like the movie. Yes. All right, and th- I actually did get two audio clips from the good version for this. So m- for me, it was the the really odd forced dialogue and like the bickering between the campers for the first half of the movie. Like they had a lot of weird interactions that didn't match their character and, w- and kind of went on too long. And to prove okay. to prove myself, I took two cuts of them talking so that you could tell me if they went too long with it. Okay. Okay. Here's the first one. That was one scene. I didn't put that together. That was him at the table talking to his friends. <laughs> did you catch that, dude? How much they repeated no. themselves? Nope, nope. Oh, they did it again. So here's this. Nope, didn't, nope, nope, didn't, nope. Didn't, 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 didn't get it? Nope. Tom, 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 can you just help me out for a second here, huh? Can you do that? Can you do that, Tom? Just for a second. Can you do that? Can you? <laughs> Dude, it was over and over, bro. I don't know if they were ad-libbing or they were just, you know, like, hey, have a have a conversation and don't worry about moving it along. But that happened quite a bit in the movie and it bothered me. Can you help me with that? Yeah. Can, Steve, can, can you just do a little something? Can we do a stock star rating? Can we? Can we, Doc? Can, can we do, can we do so? a star can rating? Can we do that? Can yeah, we? maybe. Okay, go ahead. You ready? Yeah. I'm going to say my stock star rating for Demon Warp is one big mess of a film that pulled the head <laughs> off my shoulders with a ridiculous plot. Nice, dude. That's good. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that head pull. That was probably my favorite of the movie. Yeah, uh, I love the celery stalk the snap and then the... <laughs> and the little like gooey tendon came out of the neck and kind of snapped. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like that stuff. I'm going to give it three big Bigfoot pimp slaps because three different times he smacked that chick with his backhand, center flying. I, mean, laughed, I laughed every time he did it. That was great. All right, life lesson? Uh, with big feet comes a big bloody body count. Nice. I like that. I thought his feet looked pretty cool too. They did a lot of close-ups on the Bigfoot. I thought they did good with that. Oh, sufficiently hairy. Yep, yep. 
Uh, my lesson learned was uh, Bigfoot is really quick to disarm a bomb. I didn't know he had that skill set. <laughs> no. He got in there and disarmed that shit with a quick It's weird. Set. Where did he get those little tweezers to come in and cut the blue wire? <laughs> That's great, man. That was funny. Oh, Clan knows what he's doing. Schlockernaut protocol requires a quiz off. May the best human moron win. All right, buddy, hit me. Has solid evidence of a Bigfoot ever been discovered? <laughs> I'm going to say no, but you've done more research you're than correct. me. Nope, you're Is absolutely no? correct. Okay. That's it. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. I uh, mean, like five seasons of Bigfoot Hunters, and what do they always find? Like, I heard a weird sound in the woods last night. I had uh, 18 trail cameras out. We didn't catch nothing, but we'll get them next time. He's crafty. He knows how to disarm that bomb. He knows how to get around those cameras. <laughs> That's why we've never caught footage of it. That's right. Okay. Uh, do you think the 15K spent on George Kennedy for three days of work was money well spent? Sure, absolutely. I do too. I, I think that he was probably gave the most believable um, delivery in the movie for any of the dialogues. He was the only one that I actually felt like he was really talking um, throughout the movie. Dude, do you realize that most of those actors? I looked them up. They they still have careers today doing stuff. Oh, all I, those dude, like I liked them. West all. Wing, like yeah, yeah. That, but the, I mean, the cadaver yeah, right. in West Wing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a different. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. But yeah, so, I thought he anyway. was believable. Like when he talked, it felt like I was watching a movie. When the others talked, I felt like I was watching you know kind of a B movie type thing. You know? Right, yeah. Um, go ahead. Uh, what does Bigfoot order when he goes to the bar? Uh, what, wait, let me get the soundboard ready. What is it? Squatch and water. Nice. <laughs> you got more of those? Do you got any more Bigfoot zingers for me? Maybe you want me to go on the next one? Yeah, because I, I got the soundboard going. Go for it. What are adolescent Bigfoot tracks called? What? Little Big Feet. <sighs> Barely registered for me. Go ahead. What is Bigfoot's favorite candy? What? Buttersquatch. <laughs> that, that one's a good one. That's a good one, dude. That's all I got. All right, good, good. All right, uh, it's my turn, right? <laughs> You're like, thank God. No, no, I enjoyed those. I'm cool with it. Um, <laughs> plus, I had the lame ass Sasquatch going, so I, you had to redeem me from that, pull me up from that one. Uh, is the plural Bigfoots or Big Feet? Big Feet. Because they said Bigfoots in the movie. So I didn't know if he was right or wrong. I wanted There's to take. There's Bigfoots everywhere. <laughs> That's what he said. There's Bigfoots all over the place. All right. Big feet, though, we're going with. Big feet. Okay. Yep. So, like, hey, I saw some big feet the other day. <laughs> what do you call a group of big feet? What? A murder? <laughs> Bigfoots? <laughs> a murder right. of Bigfoots? Go ahead. Do you got more? I'm done. Okay, yep. I got one more for you. And this will, this will be another audio one, okay? Okay. Who did a worse accent? The Scottish pirate? from this movie or the Irish pirate from Punisher Warzone. Do you remember when he made a bad um, Scottish? There was a Scottish pirate in this movie? Oh, yeah, dude. When the kid brought in the stuff into the cabin, he tried to do a Scottish accent. I got the cut for you. You ready? Sure. Get your back into it, man. We got no time for your lamigan. Don't you know that there's a big foot out there to catch? <laughs> okay. That's sample one. Okay. Here's sample two from Punisher Warzone. He was supposed to give me some dough for a job. But turns out, he don't have any anymore. <laughs> he forgot he gave a whole bunch to that FBI rat bastard. So he went to go see Donatelli's. That's, that's enough. That's enough of that. All right. Listen, I'll, I'll go for McGinty any day. You're going McGinty over the over this kid? Shit, Get your back into it, man. We got no time for your lolligan. Lolligan. We got no time for your lolligan. Lollygagging is what he was I can't believe you didn't catch that, dude. I laughed my ass off when I heard that dude do that voice. It's great. I think at this point I was just like, is this over yet? Yeah, yeah. All right. Would you No, rather? it just started. Hey, are you talking about the show or the movie? The, the movie. A little of both. 
Yeah, I've already given up on the show, too. See you later. Right. All right. Give, give me a would you rather. I, I didn't really like my would you rather, so I'd rather not. <laughs> Dude, it's funny. Okay, I'm glad you said that because I couldn't come up with one, so I had Michael do one for me. I just thought I'd give you one for my kid. Are you good with that? Can we get rid of this whole segment? We could, if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, let's just get rid of it. All right, let me give you Michael's then so that he'll be happy. Okay. Would you rather get burnt by fire or get punched by a gorilla? Punched by a gorilla. That's what he said I, to you. You know what? <laughs> I don't know, because, I mean, I've heard of, like, gorillas ripping people's faces off and stuff. Yeah, I think if he punched you in the face, it might break, shatter your whole skull or something. Huh? Yeah. But so, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That, was, that was for my kid. All right. Oh, uh, cool. Very good, Michael. And I still don't have the music yeah, for right. it. I'm going to read the one that I that I uh, wrote down, but I'm not happy with it, so I'm just going to... Would you rather die by a Bigfoot in a denim shirt with pop collars or a ridiculous Hawaiian shirt that provides no camo? <laughs> I don't even know what it means. <laughs> yeah, let's see. So is it just my choice of wardrobe on this, on the would you rather? Okay, who would you rather get killed by? Uh, you know, a country western or a Hawaiian shirt wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt? Yeah, we could take out that segment. That's good. We'll get, we'll yeah, get rid of it. <laughs> 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 you know what makes me happy is I read it and I effectively killed the segment. You, you put the icing on it. Okay. <laughs> I put the bullet in the head of the uh, would you rather segment. Thank you. I'm bringing back the review haiku next week then. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't have music for it, but schlock or not? Uh, I'm going to say high-octane volunteer video VHS adjuster tracking schlock. I agree. It's schlock. I had a good time with it. Uh, but yeah, it's schlock completely. Um, flick pick? I'm going to say um, about the same time I watched this movie, I went to Zia Records advertisement for them, and uh, I bought a DVD copy of Shredder. You ever heard of that? Nope. It's basically the same level of acting, gore, and basic plot minus the zaniness. It's a good amount of fun for two ninety nine. Oh, nice man, cheapy. Yeah, just basically a a guy in a black ski suit going around killing campers at a ski resort. Made it easy, got it. Yep. Okay, and me and my wife watched The Money Pit, nineteen eighty six. Tom Hanks, Shelley Long, and Princess Rubani from Jumakata. I hadn't seen it in a million years, but I thought it held up. I still laughed. And my wife liked it. So if you're looking for something to watch with your seen wife, it. The Money Pit. Yeah, haven't seen it in years. Yeah, I think that was on Amazon Prime, I think is where I saw it. Maybe Netflix. Cool. Either one. It's, a, it's up there for somebody to watch. Uh, we don't have a next up yet, but I'm sure we'll be doing something for Halloween. We'll watch, follow Twitter. We'll figure something out for Halloween for sure. And you want to... Oh, I do have a call. I got a call you don't know about. How about that? What? Yep, a call from Rob G. You might remember him, Rob Gray. Oh, uh, Rob Gray, yep. Friend, friend of the show. Here we go. Cool stuff. Howdy, Schlockmeisters. This is Rob S. Gray. Just calling to say that Schluck or Not is my favorite podcast to listen to while I'm sitting in my neighbor's front yard in my underwear and my favorite tinfoil hat. Also, am I the only one that used to get Keith David and David Keith mixed up back in the day? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) That was great. Dude, I was looking around for him on Twitter the other day, man. I hadn't heard anything from him in a minute. So I wonder if he's still moving to Vegas. I hope to see him soon. I hope so. And he did. That was that calling was from a bit ago, you know, because we've been had such problems with our work schedule. Oh, and also for the Patreon, just so you guys know, and Patreons already know, I've turned it off until we get a better regular schedule when we get our work stuff uh, worked out. So if you're looking for that, it'll come back as soon as we get regular schedule. Not not cool to do that if we're not doing it regularly is what I Absolutely think. not, dude. Um, Absolutely Could not. you give a shout out to the guy that gave us such nice uh, praise on YouTube, Doc, because I didn't write down his information. I'm going to thank Aaron at Ghost Tattoo for the recommendal and being such a cool friend and always doing uh, doing us right. I want to thank at J Lomps for the kind words, um, Tonry and Dave, and a huge appreciation to Slim Carity, uh, more affectionately known as Spider Island Slim. Have you seen any of his videos? Yep, you sent them over and I started watching them. So you need to check out his YouTube page, uh, Midnight Monster Party. 
Um, and I think in appreciation for that, for him being so nice and recommending us to his, his viewers, uh, you definitely need to check his stuff out. He's basically a vampire ghoul hybrid that what I think is hilarious is every time he tries to explain how he became that way, it cuts to a commercial or he kind of edits it out. <laughs> he's, he's a lot like us. Um, super cool, super friendly. Um, well, uh, unlike us, we're not that friendly, but I mean, he's a very nice vampire ghoul. Um, but he shows, he does top 10 lists, top 10 rides at Disney. He does, he shows a lot of his cool swag and, and horror memorabilia. He has at his house. Um, he has trivia. He, uh, has jokes. He's, um, self-deprecating like we are, which is a lot of fun, right? So check him out at Midnight Monster Party. Yep. Uh, and he's also on Twitter, and it's uh, at Slim Carody, S-L-I-M-C-A-R-O-D-Y, and he's the best. He basically, kind of like he says he gets his inspiration from Zachary, um, which is a horror movie, Midnight Horror Movie host, so he did something like that, and I love his character. I, I was really uh, impressed with the the words, he, the stuff he said because he caught like the essence of the show. Um, he, he mentioned the fact that we try to stay positive, which we do. Um, wasn't necessarily planned. It's just me and Doc are positive guys, and we, you know we don't want to shit on other people's work. Um, and I, he caught on to that, which means he he understood what we're going for. Uh, and I, I thought that was really cool. That made me feel good that someone else uh, caught that vibe. Um, and also, Sinful Dwarf sucked. It did not. Anyway, what's cool about uh, Spider Island Slim too is the fact that his mask. Is better looking than all of the masks in the entire Demon War movie. <laughs> He's got them. He's got them all beat. Probably for the same amount of money. <laughs> I bet you that mask was expensive as all heck. They should have, instead of buying 10 or 15 of those, bought one of that. That would have been better. So anyway, in appreciation for that, this is kind of a cool segue. So I told you um, recently we went to the Psycho Vegas concert, and I met a guy there with Drew Marvick. His name is James Bolt, and he's a one-man show behind a group called the night stalker and they've got a couple eps out on itunes i absolutely love their stuff it's spooky kid stuff it's punky it's it's all over the place but it's one guy doing this music and he's got a song that i absolutely adore called the spider queen so i'm going to play it for spider island slim uh, on our outro on the way out yeah and, and remember, thank you, remember james and the night stalker for allowing us to play it on the show yes uh, remember too when i play these songs at the end we record in mono they always sound much better if you get the actual version of the song i always recommend if you like it um go get the real version that sounds much better than than the one we play here you know it's the night stalker yeah uh and i don't have much of much of an outro because uh, until we get everything back up and running just follow us on twitter whatever news we got uh, doc will shoot out there and keep you guys in the loop you get on that? Until next time. I think we're going to try and do, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll do something Halloween-y, yeah. I would assume, right? Absolutely. We'll have a Halloween. We'll have a Christmas. We'll have a Thanksgiving. And if, if the work schedules sync up again, we'll try to pump them out faster than that. Absolutely. All right. That was fun, Doc. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, again. guys.
I want to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan is our pal.